Welcome to the Spider-Man 94 bonus episode of Cyclops is Waiting for Me, an X-Men, the animated series weekly recap podcast. I'm Rod. Even though it's a week later, I'm still tired, but I'm drinking water. I like how you say it's a week later when it's in actuality 15 minutes later. You could pull back the curtain a little bit. I'm JC, <laughs> and I don't know why Rod puts up with my bullshit. I also don't know why our guests ever put up with our bullshit. I would like to introduce our guest, Max. Hey, everybody. I'm Max. Max No Sleeves, and you can find me at Max No Sleeves everywhere. The end. All right, great episode, boys. Nailed it. <laughs> Take Sweet. it easy. Spider-Man wins. The end. <laughs> Max has exited the recording session. Cyclops is Waiting for Me is our weekly podcast series where we normally go back and watch every single episode of the original 1992 X-Men the animated series in the original intended script order, building up to the release of X-Men 97, coming to Disney Plus later this year. Hopefully, there's things happening in Hollywood, which we don't know is going to maybe put a delay on that we'll see they've written all of it at this point and this episode isn't until hopefully the strike has been ended yeah, we, at yeah, this point yeah hopefully, hopefully. By the time you hear this, this is old information but okay, we don't know we don't know is complicated things happening in in the showbiz right now but since spider-man 94 is in the same continuity as x-men 92 we want to make sure to do these two episodes that included our favorite band of merry mutants <laughs> some quick reminders we're a recap show about a series that started now over 30 years ago and also other series that started around 30 <laughs> years ago there will be spoilers if you don't want to spoil it for you pause the podcast watch an episode and come back and we're going to do our best we're going to spoil shit we don't care about this show spoil <laughs> all of it we are not affiliated or sponsored by disney or disney plus and i'm just going to spoil stuff until they get pissed there you go we'll sponsor <laughs> <laughs> We're still holding out for them to sponsor the Cyclops semen episode or something. Yeah, I am Never just going it. to spoil stuff out of spite now. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on social media at Cyclops IWFM Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, make sure to follow us on all your favorite podcast services. If you want to support the show, we have affiliate links and all our uploads too. Buying any of these items from Amazon helps pay. Oh, <laughs> and I haven't gotten paid, but I'd like to for all the editing and supplies. And, was, and JC's been handling supplies and stuff, such as White Claw. Rod uh, is reading this for the first time, and it's going great. Yes, it's great. I have not been mentally taxed all day long and <laughs> try to remember a Spider-Man episode. <laughs> it's all good. Rod is reading for the first time and it's going great. <laughs> Ever. We'll even add Spider-Man anime series links specific to this upload. And I believe doing Amazon affiliate links will work is if someone clicks on it, their later shopping is also part of it. Yeah, I think that's part is, of it. So as long as you buy something within 24 hours and don't click on somebody else's affiliate link, we're the cookie for 24 hours. There you go. So if even so I guess if you're not on an incognito tab and you click on our link, even if you don't get one of the things that we have on our affiliate, if you just get normal things you normally get on there, it'll still help out the show. So that's great. Or just buy Rod comic books that he should be reading because <laughs> Lord knows he hasn't read it yet. I will guarantee yeah. you whatever the issue is, Rod has not read it yet. Yeah, except for the Mortal Kombat series, which I already forgot. So you can still get them for me. And finally, we record these episodes in batches right now. So if we're <laughs> reacting to any news that we mentioned before about the upcoming series or anything related, we'll be a few weeks behind. So like I said, hopefully for the sake of writers and everybody in hollywood the news we had about the the strike and everything is like long over and they worked it out but we'll see now on to the show today we're going to be talking about spider-man season 2 episode 5 titled mutants revenge 
It aired on October 7, 1995, currently sits in an 8.1 star rating on IMDb. And like we said last week, this was running at the same time as the Proteus episodes for X-Men the Animated Series, which was the start of their fourth season. Yeah, and so so far we know that like Wolverine's suffered some severe emotional and mental trauma and physical trauma and then had to deal with some oh policy. you meant in the x-men show i was yeah, like he doesn't have really shit happen no. in spider-man right in now the X-Men show and then <laughs> had to deal with like some college kid breaking into his house <laughs> that he then chased <laughs> off yeah <laughs> and he lost his second crush on that house he didn't sleep in his bed that night all right so before we get into this because the character does not pop up in this episode max being the spider-man fan that you are are you team mj team gwen or Team Felicia Hardy. Ooh. And that is why we invited Max onto these two episodes, because while <sighs> Max is an X-Men animated series fan, he really is a Spider-Man fan. So much bigger Spider-Man fan. I think that's a great it's a great question. I think I go through different phases of my life. And also I feel like they've like Spider-Man. They've been they've been <laughs> cherry-picked a little bit, you know, like Mary Jane used to be the fun party girl. And then after a while, she was like a downer. And on the show, she's like such a damsel. It's kind of a bummer. You know what I mean? Right. And then Felicia was kind of a scumbag. And then on the show, <laughs> she's like really nice, a heart of gold, and blah, blah, blah. And so I love Gwen. Obviously, I like, uh, you know, the, your, your first love. I think you can't get away from that. But I think, I think however you want to put it, it's, it, it's Black Cat for sure. 100% every single time you can't I, get away from that i i would have said team mj all the way like we're all roughly the same age and by the time i started reading comics gwen was already dead so i obviously had no affinity to her yeah. but there was the recent story in the comics where felicia knew that she had somehow forgotten peter's secret identity and it was one of the best written issues i had read of spider-man in the longest time where it's her confessing like it just bothers her that she doesn't know anymore and that's when they've like kind of rekindled their their relationship a little bit and it was like oh fuck she's now beating mary jane for me i know she was awesome and she had some weird stuff too with her powers like like, I know on the animated series, they would literally have her, like, transformed. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It and, was super weird. And her, she got powers on the animated series because her dad was a part of the super soldier stuff. There was lots of, of weird stuff on there. Like, does she have luck powers? Is she just a cat burglar? But I think right. when it comes down to just her as Felicia, get rid of the black cat aspect of the story. She's She's... She's it's not hot. by a lot, but she's beating MJ for me right now. Big Rod, time. what about you? Do you know who any of those people are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely know MJ because it, so for the longest time until the Spider-Man movies, I only really knew MJ. And then Black Cat, I knew as the villain, but I didn't. When I was a kid, like I didn't really put together that they were like that much of a thing. Recently, I've kind of had an affinity to Black Cat because I literally have a Black Cat in my home that brings me Spider-Man every day, <laughs> multiple times a day. <laughs> That's very cute. So <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of fits. Whether she loves him or hates him, it still fits. <laughs> so I just ignored everything that Rod said because I have to show this to Max because I don't think he's ever seen this before. I will post a picture on the Instagram. It is the most messed up, you have a problem with your ex's toy ever. It's, oh. a, it's a Gwen oh, no. toy 
with an alternate head Mary Jane head. That is so weird. It was one of those things that I saw it and I instantly had to buy it because of how messed up it is. That is bizarre. It's from the re Isn't that what she's wearing when she dies? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The, it's the, the iconic death outfit. So kind of like the, the implied story there is that Mary Jane like took <laughs> the outfit. <laughs> Uh, off like the corpse that's okay or, we'll just we'll just pop her head off we'll put the new head on we're good to go i mean it was a broken neck so <laughs> i think I, rod i think we know what the image and the audio is going to be for one of the instagram reels and tiktoks for this there you go yeah there's gonna be a few of them i, I think this is because john you mentioned like feel free to use lucy as like clickbait for us i think this is a legitimate time i could just post some stuff with lucy and spider-man <laughs> <laughs> this time and the caption could literally be like black cat captures spider-man <laughs> and it's true it's total clickbait. I hate it. It's true. And also it's a cat. It won't it won't do bad. <laughs> also, she just turned three last Friday and there was this little I got Spider Man party favors. She loves them. I, I love that. that I said now on to the show and then I immediately sent us on like a seven minute diversion. Listen, you're solid. We're one episode away from being finished with this era of the podcast. And if you don't know what you signed up for by now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So I'm just going to announce it. And Rod, if we have to, we edit it out later if stuff doesn't come to fruition. Max sharing this information with you. So there's a reaction to it. Next week's episode, hopefully next week, maybe it has to take an extra week for editing. But the next episode we post will be with Eric and Julia Leewald, the creators and showrunners of X-Men the Animated Series. Whoa, that's awesome. To do the finale episode. So not just like us interviewing them, they're actually going to do this shit show of a format with (laughs) us about the finale. Well, I mean, you got to drag them for another episode too, just to be like, so so was Wolverine fucking beast? Is that... (laughs) Is no, that, that I have to ask the guy. I have to ask it? that from the guy from the Spider-Man team. That wasn't yeah. their fault. I would love if Julia was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that yeah. clear? They like have the same hair and everything. Do you remember the sex scene? <laughs> yeah. Or did Fox like, cut that out? <laughs> it was the nineties. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's a great get. That's super so, cool. Stay stay tuned for that. Now on Spider-Man. So the pumpkin bomb, is that the correct description of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing that was hovering in the to be continued freeze frame it does hit but i think that they implied to us like children at the time that that might kill wolverine and spider-man and it just knocks them over it it's did like not some, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. someone shoved them like it might have it might have actually been more effective for hobgoblin to like just push them well it pushed them really hard really yeah. hard yeah yeah but it pushed spider-man harder than wolverine because wolverine immediately gets up and just retackles spider-man he's <laughs> <laughs> got that anger so stupid and then hobgoblin goes to like throw another but he he like does that thing in video games where he politely waits until the conversation between the two heroes is done mm-hmm. and Smart. then because we don't know what hobgoblin's doing in the middle of the time it's like he's just hovering there waiting for them to finish their discussion because when they're done wolverine and spider-man are done talking then it pans back to hobgoblin's like haha and he has another pumpkin bomb they they also call him a clown too which yeah. again not remembering that it was actually Mark Hamill, I was like, oh, okay, Joker reference. Actually a Joker reference. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's and, Mark uh, Hamill Spider-Man. doing his Joker voice. It's not Mark Hamill. It's just Mark Hamill. He's like doing a yeah. Joker on a glider. It was you awesome. know what? He was probably prepping for his role as Cockknocker in the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back movie. <laughs> oh, yes. There you go. I, th- I thought you were going to say... They, uh, what Mark do they call Hamill. him? Cockknocker. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought you were going to say reading Trump tweets is the Joker on Jimmy Kimmel. He's been preparing for that his entire career. <laughs> Listen, some shit's going down. He's not getting better out here. But yeah, so because of that weight, Spider-Man's able to like tack the pumpkin bomb onto Web. It's called Web. Yeah. But no, but I mean, like, it like, it like glues it onto his hand. No. And I thought that that meant like he was just going to like explode right there. Lose his hand at least. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it didn't go off. He was just like, oh, this is mildly annoying. And then he goes to fly it off. <laughs> I'll just hit the off switch there. Okay. Then, right. okay. <laughs> and then Wolverine tackles Spider Man again. Yeah. They continue fighting, Wolverine ignoring <laughs> anything that's happened. And Hobgoblin like <laughs> sees a security camera and he's like, ah, oh, yes, this will do it. And I'm. St- even as a 40 year old i'm like i don't know what your plan is here and so he like takes the bomb hand and like knocks the camera off and it sets off alarms i guess he just knows his facility well enough to know that it's going to set off a bunch of alarms and get landon's attention well i think he was he didn't do a great job of explaining it i think he was looking for a way to get a blind spot Mm-hmm. because if you have one camera out and then the other camera's focused on the two superheroes fighting, he's like, oh, I'll just go in by this camera. That's oh, so that's how I interpreted it. More least. planning than Gambit did in the X-Men series. So much better at breaking into a facility than Gambit was, yes. Yeah, Max, is what episode Gambit like? The Thieves like, Guild. Yeah, well, he's like, I'm the master of thieves or whatever, and then he gets in front of the security camera, like, looks it in the eye and then destroys it. Waits, like, three seconds for it to get his face on camera. He's just like, showing him his butt. Then we go. I guess you know, and then he immediately gets captured. He's like, "How did this happen?" <laughs> but yeah, that part does work because the camera in this show it works. This camera like sees Spider-Man, Wolverine fighting, and Landon's like, "Aha, two more mutants!" You and know? then he also has missiles on the side of his building. I was gonna say that he tries to take out once again, King of Subtlety. <laughs> he has like full on like tank missiles, like a pair of them. <laughs> yeah, they they looked like they could have been on the top of like a GI Joe vehicle at that point. And I guess to his credit, it's like, yeah, because of, you know, they're mutants, you don't know what their power levels are, and it's going to take a lot to take them out. But also, like, they're in, like, what, the middle of New York or something? Yeah, they're in Manhattan. So, like, somebody's going to notice that, right? No. <laughs> again, again, the people in this Manhattan have some sort of disassociative disorder, I feel like. <laughs> because when your island is getting flooded by, like, Namor... Like, there's constantly, like, <laughs> symbiote attacks and shit like that. Limbo just emerges out of Central Park, and you still decide, no, no, this is worth $7,000 a month rent. You have a problem, say, not the yeah, city. For, for, like, a 100-square-foot apartment. Exactly. <laughs> and then some poor guy's like, I gotta move. <laughs> right. But his wife won't let him. Yeah, it's like, we're still trying to become a Broadway singer. <laughs> And good news is there's openings every day because the cast keeps getting killed. Getting murdered, yeah. like, <laughs> So you just never know. They're playing their odds. Well, it's just like the real-life Spider-Man Broadway show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Die or end up in Wicked, either way. Spider-Man and Wolverine do figure out their misunderstanding, but that ends up letting Hobgoblin get away. So in that reconciliation wolverine like recruit spider-man and he's like all right cool well you're gonna help me arm then he just straight told him he's gonna stab him because i feel like there's a lot of dancing around the bush in like these episodes where it's like oh i'll really you know i'll punch you real hard or put you know or call you a name this one's like look at this through you <laughs> that's kind of it I, one, one thing you did skip over that i do just have to point out in that time where the hobgoblin is like oh we're gonna have this distraction and yes i realize i didn't say hobgoblin's name right don't bother editing that out <laughs> but he literally just pulls the sticky like bomb off his hand and just puts it into his bag with the <laughs> web still on it 
Might come in handy next time. <laughs> or he's gonna pull out the mega bomb that's all his pumpkin <laughs> bombs stuck together. There you go. Is it it's coming the, soon from Toy Biz Co. Whatever it's called. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's his his thing. The next like collectible thing. It, it assembles into like the Hobgoblin Zord. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all pumpkins. Anyway, we cut back to the lab that Beast is trapped in, and he kind of has a he confronts the racist assistant. What was her name? Genevieve. <laughs> And she's not full on racist, okay? No, she's, no, she's like Chappelle's like Black Klansman character, <laughs> like, <laughs> like spoiler again. But in his talking to her, he has a flashback about him trying to cure himself. And this would, if, if it did happen, this is probably where we saw like him making it worse for himself. Yeah, it's when he was a skin. And she's super like defensive about like how it's to help mutants like not suffer because if they don't exist, they can't suffer. Which, ooh. So morally wrong yeah. scientifically correct i right, guess but not how you want to approach that yeah they're very thanos like mcu thanos kind of like that. <laughs> yeah people can't starve to death if they're not there to starve but then beast says something that i say way too much in real life me thinks does protest too much you say that in real life a lot Oh my god. Well, not because I want to. But Nerd. I have, okay, we'll put it this way. There's also, somebody, I've known you for almost a decade. I have never heard you say that shit once. That's good, though, because if you hear me say it out loud, it means you did something that you fucked up. Okay. So, like, <laughs> like there is a there's a person that I think all of us know, but I'm not going to put on blast here because it doesn't matter, and they may have moved on. Uh-huh. But at the time... Rod is subtweeting. <laughs> we, we were... We were on, like, I think a live stream or something, something semi-public, at least, like, if it wasn't that, and... I, I cracked a dumb joke because we were doing, we were like drunk or tired or both or whatever. And I was like, oh, you know what <laughs> they say about definitely fucking high, uh, probably high, yeah. Like, you know what they say about sex? It's like it's like pizza. It's like when it's good, it's great, and when it's bad, it's still pretty good, you know. And most of the people in our group were like, haha, dumb dad joke or whatever. And then this one friend was like, except when it's penis, it's not penis. I've never had a penis in my mouth. I've never, I've never had that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and we're all like, this pausing you know it was a live stream because one of my friends who was watching it texted me by the way so-and-so has definitely had a penis in their mouth i've never <laughs> seen it but i watched the reaction from outside and <laughs> anyway so i there, and there, that person was me <laughs> sorry max I'm there, anyway <laughs> no but like this is why so, max doesn't go on to stream or right. live streams anymore it's got to be edited makes sense now so anyway so b says that and i was like i relate because i feel like there's people who argue too much about something that no one made a deal out of. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so obviously Beast is suspicious that mm, she's, she's probably a mutant then, you know. Right about then Wolverine busts in through the ceiling in another part of the facility because he's like, we're the X-Men. I'm going to show Spider-Man how, how we do. How we bust. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, see, this is how you bust the ceiling without ruining the structural integrity of the building. <laughs> <laughs> also, low-key carpenter. Yeah. And it's part of the danger room training. They have to keep rebuilding the mansion all those fucking times, so he's gotten good at it. That's what the podcast name should be, like rebuilding the X-Mansion. Well, we're a little late to that, Rod. (laughs) Next time. We'll get him next time. time. And they take out the guards. 70 fucking episodes later, and now he says it. (laughs) And they take out the guards there, and then they're basically on a little mission to get to, like, the main room, you know. And this this facility is probably constructed by the same people who did, like, the X-Mansion and Scooby-Doo's hallways, you know? Yeah. Like, there's no, like, actual geography to it. They're just running until they need to be there. And Hobgoblin is in another part of the building, which we don't know where it is. And there's a giant computer. To their credit, it's a big computer instead of, like, a small one. But <laughs> it has zero security, not even yes. a screensaver on it. 
Yep, and a single drive slot. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a CD-ROM, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, and the computer actually confirms all mutant genetic data in the entire world that ever existed, that will ever exist, it, is on it, a CD-ROM now. It was Cortana. <laughs> that, was, that was literally early Cortana. There you go. <laughs> oh, the Halo Cortana. Sorry, I, I don't, because I don't play Halo. What so Cortana I, were you thinking? Microsoft. That's the Halo Cortana! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, but like, so you know the game, like, Where's Rod Seen This? You're going to hate this because... Uh, oh, I, a, I already do. I can tell a you that. that. A, that I watched the <laughs> I show. I already do. But my brother really loved the show, so he he sent me his Paramount or whatever show, the network was on login, and it was like, watch the show. And as Great, not, now they're not going to sponsor us right? because you're sharing logins. Yeah. I think they're just grateful people are watching Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> now they're definitely not going to yeah. sponsor us. Yo, okay, so also not, not going to put this person on blast because I want them to get another season, but a, a mutual friend of all of ours has a show on Paramount Plus. And they had their premiere party, and literally, I forget if you guys were at it, but he was like, and since no one here has a Paramount Plus login, we're going to watch the show here. <laughs> nope, I can definitely say I was not at that event. That was fun. Anyway, not having played Halo growing up, I knew about it, but I didn't play it. I watched the show, and I was like, oh, like the voice from, from Microsoft. <laughs> and then I put it together. I was like, now it makes sense mm. that it existed there first. You're the only one that goes in probably, that order. Probably. <laughs> Me and Lucy. Anyway, so Hobgoblin steals this man's entire life work on a single CD-ROM, which was like 750 megs max at that time. Yep. Yeah. Also, he had one of the fancy ones that was encased. Yeah, I originally called it a zip drive before the right. computer said that it was a CD-ROM. I thought it and was a zip disk. And it still might have been a zip disk and they just got the dialogue wrong. The, the only saving grace they had is like, to all the kids listening out there that don't remember, that don't know at all. I remember, you remember. Most of them don't know that the save icon is that. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, is that there was a very rare version of CD-ROM that had a plastic case around it to make it look like a disk for whatever reason. Very rare. Or whatever. Very it was super rare. Protection. I think it was yeah, so. I think it was so it couldn't get scratched. So. so I guess if there was an application for it, it was probably something like this, where you have like one like a man's entire life work being on a single disc. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, especially with a guy who has like a bag full of sticky pumpkin <laughs> bombs, probably needs the protection around it. I did like that he also uploads himself <laughs> in the same process. Yeah, and it's it's like the shitty 3D hobgoblin who's talking trash. Yeah, just taunting him. He's like, I'm going to leave my calling card. And in reality, it was probably like some of the, the CG animators. Like, we need one more thing in this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there has to be two instances of bad CG. Right. This is going to be one of them. Well, it's like, it's like our current day AI. At the time, they were like, cutting edge, man. No one would be able to tell it's animation. Like, like, <laughs> you know, except the hands are fucked up. Max, yeah. would you have made that into a toy? I mean, I bet they tried. With you, with your toy biz expertise. <laughs> <laughs> the show is like run by toys. When you look back on some of these shows, you're like, oh, I get it. I get they it. They all were, They're right? just selling toys. Like plot uh, point. The X-Men I, was not. I think I was reading, they were saying that's why they had Hobgoblin. Originally, it was supposed to be Green Goblin. And then they, they did like, do a switch. I, do, I know that. I don't know if it was because of the toys, but I know they, they were, did a switch on the it. The switch was because they were like, we already put Hobgoblin into production. You got to do something with Hobgoblin. And they were like, well, that doesn't make a lot. And like, we don't care. Goodbye. Click. And then it's, that's why Hobgoblin It's why was Venom was in season one, because they knew they were still hot on the tails of like the Todd McFarlane Venom and Spawn yeah. was on its way. So they're like, no, 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 we don't care if this didn't come out until like, you know, he was in his 20s. We're getting Venom in season fucking one, okay, guys? <laughs> right. But yeah, so Wolverine and Spider-Man, they're still <laughs> fighting guards, 
down the hallway. Yeah. They're kind of like forming a little bit of a bromance because they realize they both have these like pent up anger issues. Team up. Team yeah. up. That's what it's called. Yes. Yeah, they're teaming up, but they're really complimenting each other and stuff. They're like, yeah, okay, we can do this. More, but it's, you know? it's yeah, also... Yeah, nice ass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's also that, that way of like, you're building the camaraderie on it. Like he calls yeah, Spider-Man yeah. kid, even though he cannot see how old Peter actually is. Peter, obviously, not knowing that Wolverine is like 100 years old at this point, is still calling him old man. So that's yeah. like a little bit of an extra twist in the knife there. Well, it's kind of like, I guess, not really a spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy, but if you want to skip ahead 10 seconds and not have anything by this point peter quail's like people die like at 50 or something on earth and mantis is like why what's the point of even being born <laughs> <laughs> it's like that perspective like when you're that young you're like yeah. you're like what that's so old or <laughs> i feel like of all the things you could have said that is the one thing i would not actually consider a spoiler you just you ju- i wouldn't either but yeah. i just li- literally never know anymore like i think there was a point i mentioned like 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 a lightsaber fight in the Star Wars movie, and people are like spoilers. I'm like, were you expecting not one? I mean, I dropped like, the 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 swear immediately onto Twitter that night. So the f bomb. Yeah, well, the, the best part is people didn't get it. <laughs> no, nobody had it. There were there were like seven comments in in that post that were just like thought I was making a joke about something. I'm like, nope, you did not see the movie tonight. <laughs> Got it. It looks, it looks like you're pushing the keyhole. <laughs> One person anyway, did get that reference. Back to this. <laughs> back to Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so in the lab, they're getting ready to dunk Beast in the Roger Rabbit serum thing. And Wolverine on the other side of the wall, because the geography works out when they needed to, is starting to claw into the lab because on brand. He makes he an even, X. Yeah. And, and he doesn't even know that that's necessarily the right room because they've never been here before. No, he, he did because he, he did? smelled it. Okay, and Max is forgetting it. that we're not a video show. He smelt <laughs> it. <laughs> and it was, and the theme song plays, and he goes these little, Rah! you know, he like gets to yell and finally uses claws. And it was really just one of those ones. Where I'm like, oh yeah, he never gets to. He pops his claws fifty times an episode, and he never. How many times does he use them? Zero. Because literally can't against the, like Sentinels, and that's it. I know. It's also I, I, my least favorite type of. Wolverine claws. It was like the Anyone's. kebab skewer yep. claws, which I think are so dorky, kind of. Not that claws out of your hands can ever really be dorky, but you know, I prefer my kitchen blades <laughs> to kebab skewers. If we talked sense. about that in one of the episodes because he popped his claws when he was in the kitchen to cut through bologna or something like that. <laughs> and if they were the kebab skewers, they wouldn't work like that. They had to be the knife style for him to cut through that way. So yeah. it's, it's like the old joke with, with Superman of like, oh, he used to just be able to jump really high and now he could fly faster than basically any character that's out there. It just, over time, the writers would just do what they need to with them. So. Yeah. And then, like in the later episode, I think when he escaped, he went to Japan to go find himself again, and he cut cut down a tree. Yes. And it was like, wait, then he would need the blade ones for, that he had from the baloney, but now he has the round ones. So now he's just like bashing the tree or something instead of cutting through it. Ad- uh, adamantium is, is some magic shit. Right. Let's just call it out. This is all the stuff we had to keep to ourselves in junior high, but now we can talk about it on the internet. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but yeah, he he, cl- he claws into the lab. I. I, in my head canon, I would love to think that he just hears the theme music and is following it. <laughs> the, that Landon is just a really big fan of Ron Wasserman and just has right. that soundtrack going, right. and that's just, what was driving Wolverine there. Yeah, or it just, it just follows all the X-Men, so that's how they're always able to find each other. So Beast is in that room, so he's like, oh, I hear the I hear like the string part coming from that room. <laughs> so <laughs> one of us is in there. 
<laughs> what if that was like a weird mental thing that Professor Xavier put in everybody's brain that that song is always playing? And that they can hear each other like through walls and stuff. Ooh. And when it gets louder, that's what gets you hyped to fucking murder somebody. <laughs> yeah, to claw would, through a wall. I would love a universe where James Gunn took a crack at the X Men, and that was like the universe <laughs> canon reality. Because like now we've seen all three Guardians movies now, and we know like he just doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's like, listen, it's not that serious. Let's have fun. Yeah. <laughs> But also, it is very serious, and you're all going to cry. Drax did <laughs> level that small child with a ball to the face, so... Yeah. <laughs> and then the guards break into the room that they were in as, like, the buffer. And even though they get back up, I think Spider-Man killed those guards, because those doors look really heavy. <laughs> yeah, so the they blast the, the door. It falls on top of Spider-Man. He struggles to pull the door up, and then he drops it on those guys. They're dead. They die. They're yeah. definitely or at the very least, they have internal bleeding, and they're gonna die pretty soon. Yeah. The sound it makes alone, it's like, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> with the squishing, <laughs> <laughs> just the blood splatter. You know, yeah. just sounds like you're beating the shit out of a ketchup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wolverine breaks in and somehow doesn't kill all the guards with all the stuff he's doing in that room. Is very reserved because standards and practices, and he doesn't kill Landon. He tries to save Beast, but because of his, you know, act first, think later mentality, he gets electrocuted immediately. Yep. <laughs> no spider sense. No. Right. Not, not, not that I think spider is, or Spider-Man's spider sense would have done shit the way he's been acting in these episodes. <laughs> right. And Beast is able to catch him, though, because apparently he has better reflexes than any of the people in this episode. Also, a lot of good, like, self-control because he's reaching through the electric bars and not getting electrocuted, so... That's true. Yeah, I didn't put that together. It's just, like, his fur is probably getting Neither did the animators, don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same people who built the, the building, right? Right. Like, it works when it needs to. Yep. Landon starts the drop again, but Spider-Man is able to save. So then there's this, like like reverse shooting standoff you know so instead of pointing guns at each other they're all like in, in like a chain of saving each other <laughs> like hanging on to each other yeah spider-man yeah. grabs the the rope thing that well that first held he, the cage. he literally just like, pulls the lever first yeah oh yeah that's right he jumps he's like watch this beep click yeah <laughs> yeah Occam's razor man and then he rips the the lever off so it can't be pulled which I at least give him credit. Like, he he made the right call. It's like, all right, well, this thing is fucking broken. At least he can't reactivate it when I walk away. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> then he walks away, and Landon's just like, oh, oh, wait, no, nope, oh, oh, And he's down. <laughs> but yeah, then Hobgoblin finally shows up. Joker Goblin. Joker yeah. Goblin. Bust through the ceiling. It doesn't completely collapse the building, but it does leave it a lot, a lot less structural integrity. Because <laughs> we see more falling stuff. And then he fights Landon. It's kind of like that where's my $2 thing, right? From the speaking of John Hughes, not John Hughes, like John Cusack or whatever. I mixed up my Jones. Yep. But like he's, he's basically like, you know, trying to leverage more money. Yep. Because he's like, I have all your life's work on this one CD-ROM, if you know what that is. And then Landon doesn't exactly take the smart route where he just tries shooting this guy who's flying around with the sensitive CD-ROM. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but it's in the plastic protection. So I, I don't good. think that thing had drop protection on it. That Maybe if it fell off the edge of your desk, but I don't think that, you know, 15, 20 feet in the air on the metal flooring was going to work. And, th th okay, this is where I got mixed up. So this is where Spider-Man grabs the cage because one of those rogue laser beams, because there's no bullets in the Fox. Everybody's got stuff. lasers. 
G.I. Joe. Gets the rope <laughs> of the, yeah. Gets the rope of the cage thing, and that's when Spider-Man grabs it, and that's when they have the chain of people like, somebody do something? Because Spider-Man's the one holding Beast and Wolverine. Like, that, that's the heaviest load, right? Because it's the metal cage, it's a guy the size of Beast, and it's Wolverine who has an animanium skeleton. Yep, proportional why, strength why of just, a spider. Why didn't he just web the thing? There's a lot of things that could have been done. You're right. You know, I mean, at, at least he... He was positioned comfortably, I'd say, because he's laying on top of the bar and holding onto it with two hands. He's not pulling, like, Captain America grabbing the helicopter, the helicopter. where he's just, like, <laughs> awkwardly stretched in both directions, you know? <laughs> Kingpin reminded that he's there, or he's watching everything, or yeah. he has a spy watching everything, yeah. which seems like a redundancy. That's his, his staffer is there, yeah. Yeah, and he finds out from his staffer that he's been double-crossed, and he's like, all right, well... Burn it down. Let's start over. Again. Pack it up. Smythe is like, you know, like I told you, you couldn't trust him, and he yells at him, and they have this, this kind of this thing is like kind of inconsequential, except to remind you, like, oh, this is why Landon was doing this. But other than that, like the storyline doesn't affect this episode. I think it's more so that it's it's that ongoing story of this is the season where Peter is mutating, and I I think at some mm-hmm. point eventually he does turn into the full Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I, re- I do remember that. Um, yeah. And in this, the the landing character and all that play a part in it. I think that's a that's a piece of it. Like we talked about, we we're rewatching most of these X Men episodes for the first time in a decade. I would say this is probably closer to like 15, 20 years since I watched the Spider Man episodes. So, oh, wow. see, it's been more recent for me to rewatch the Spider Man episodes, but it doesn't say very much because I literally watched these an hour ago. <laughs> so then Spider Man finally just kind of like you know he. He runs out of strength and he start, he almost drops the cage, but that's when Wolverine wakes up and is able to get away from the acid bat or whatever. Hobgoblin gets stuck. His board gets stuck in like the the catwalk or something. Yeah. Glider. The glider. And yeah, the glider. And and then he threatens to drop the data into like the acid vat. Landon's like, no, and then falls into the vat himself. <laughs> the old Joker move. So once again, the wrong character, but your Joker metaphor or in parallel whatever yeah i mean he he literally just I, I don't know what landon thought he was going to be able to do in that case right he's like this is spider-man right oh wait i'm not spider-man <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like he's like me when i'm tired i get my details confused so then genevieve that's the right name right yeah uh, shoots the see i didn't write any names down for this one because every other time that i've written down all these detailed names they didn't mean anything. <laughs> she shoots hobgoblin and hobgoblin's like you know what? This ain't worth anything now because the disc is gone. I don't care about any of these people, so he's he's out. I guess that kind of like goes with what you guys were saying about him being a mercenary. He's like, there's no cash involved in this, so. Yeah, the I'm only relate the, the all he was doing this entire time was blackmailing Landon. Like he had yeah. no big plan, no ulterior motive. It was just he knew that Landon was not actually building that army of super mutants for the kingpin. So it was basically hush money, and that was that's all he was going for. Yeah, solid plan. And then Spider-Man flings the cage over, and it, it opens. And as they're starting to kind of celebrate their I don't know, escape or whatever, Landon flies out. They're they're like, we have to get him out, or Genevieve. Or something. Like, they for- there. What they forgot about him. Jen yeah. is the only one who remembers. Yeah. And and then I think Beast was like, nobody thought about what it does to normal humans. <laughs> <or> humans. <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> and, you know, as he's saying that, the form of Landon, like, flies out of the, the vat, and he's just transforming into, like, basically a kaiju, but, like, a mini version. And they're like, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> and he immediately goes to, like, an electrical source, like, of the all the stuff that's breaking around the room and starts absorbing it. And I think one of the characters actually says, like, oh, he's absorbing electricity because they need narration <laughs> and i'm glad and glad they do the self-narration because later on he was like i need to stop the pain and then he grabs onto some electrical wires and i was like is he trying to off himself and, and then he like grows and he, he leaves the building and then later on when he's well he grabs elsewhere. jen before he leaves the building oh that's true yeah yeah later on when they're out in the city somebody says like oh he grows when he gets electricity because it helps him stay together or whatever i was like okay now that makes sense i hate to say it, but it reminded me a lot of Zack snyder doomsday I can see that. I only watched it once and have blocked a lot of it from my memory. <laughs> Is that the one that was made of like the soup of what's his face? Zod. 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 Zod's in the, soup. In the, in the ship. Yep. And stuff. They cloned Zod and they made a soup out of him. But he jumped out of the thing and he, he would like absorb electricity and get bigger. And then he would like sort of walk around grayish, you know? I'm like, did he rip off? Who ripped off who? That's what I want to know, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the right answer. Yes. So then Kaiju Landon starts making his way to Manhattan. <laughs> <Kaiju> <laughs> and he just keeps absorbing more electricity along the way. He breaks into the sewer where I guess there's electrical boxes and stuff. And he keeps growing. And the Rogue is in the Blackbird with a couple of the X-Men. And they're like watching in real time. They're watching J3 News, which... Oh, okay. Like... Was that the J. Jonah Jameson reference? But in oh, the probably. show, he was only at the Daily Bugle. He didn't have a news sh- channel, did he? I mean, maybe he got fired after saying some shit and a big lawsuit <laughs> and had to start a Twitter show. You don't know. They're Just ahead of the made game, shit up sure. and it finally caught up to him. <laughs> that don't happen in real life at all. No, nope, calling so, somebody dangerous who's not. Yeah. Yeah. And so Xavier is like radioing to Rogue and is like, you seeing this? And she's like, yes, I'm seeing all of the horrible things that we've been watching for hours now. Also, solid <laughs> solid reception in their jet. Right. <laughs> and so the X-Men show up, they all plan stuff, and they start talking about like, well, what do we do? Because he's a kaiju at this point. Like he's absorbed enough stuff. He's able to climb a building King Kong style. I, I appreciated that over time you saw how he had one big claw that was like grabbing onto Genevieve. And then you saw like she just kept getting smaller by proportion to him to show the scaling up over time of like, oh, he's getting really effing big really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is all a matter of like kind of like almost minutes. Yeah, probably like 20 like. minutes. I think it was Beast that figured out that because he's growing from electricity that they could. No, no. It was Spider-Man that figured out that they short circuit him that he because they can't take electricity away from him, they could short circuit him and then he would i know that peter parker's a you know kind of a science whiz i don't know if he's like a biology guy or whatever but he's able to figure out that like if they take away the electricity then he'll turn back into a human i don't know how short circuiting works is what i realized during this episode right. yeah they electrocute him i guess well they he said something like we need to I forget what it was, but it was like he had the wrong term for electricity. Yeah, it, it was in micro frauds or frows or something like that. And it's supposed to be in Hertz. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't don't give him too much credit. <laughs> that's too that's funny, though, because yeah, my next note was Spider-Man says a bunch of science stuff and then Beast gets a boner. 
Because like Beast is like, oh hey, so you're not just like a muscular spider person. You're also really smart. So now we start the love triangle. Poor Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine, Beast, and Spider Man. He's like, off it, Bob. He's mine. We're we're, it, we're just lucky that Deadpool wasn't a talking character at this point, or it would have right. been a four way romance. <laughs> right. But I mean, that it's on brand for Wolverine. He's only into people that are in other people. Or going to die. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> and all of them are being covered at this point. Like you said, I don't understand how their version of short circuiting works because my next note was the Blackbird does something science. <laughs> 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 I wasn't quite clear on what happened. So they it's it's a multi-prong attack. Storm starts electrocuting him, which I don't mm-hmm. think that it should work. It's counterintuitive, yeah. Jubilee starts shooting lights at him, which I don't think should work. Gambit's the only one who does something. Also, I feel like Storm would have electrocuted Genevieve. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. <laughs> or like at any number of people in the area. But Gambit throws his cards and it makes Kaiju land and drop Genevieve and he catches her, so and then right. and then you remember he like walks her away and he just sort of gives a wave like all right guys let's see you later we're gonna hit the bar yeah <laughs> it was it was definitely the oh got yeah, it we're gonna get a cocktail we'll see you guys we'll see you monday i mean he's yeah. been getting cucked by spider-man <laughs> with rogue this entire like 24 hours so yeah. i thought it was funny earlier how doomsday landed like wax rogue and she gets knocked out and then spider-man saves her even though she can fly and is invulnerable <laughs> It just gives her an opportunity to be horny again. She's like, what's up, sugar? What's up? she has taken the hardest hits of any character in the X-Men animated series. When she's gotten attacked by Sentinels, she's left dents in metal in the shape of her body and gotten right back up. Didn't Gladiator, was that the guy with the mohawk? Didn't he punch her like across an ocean or something like that? Something like (laughs) that, yeah. He did like a Looney Tunes, like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Gladiator... Uh, yeah gladiator and juggernaut have just like decimated this poor woman and she's like i'm fine she's like i'm fine sugar <laughs> there's a rattlesnake in my boot no. <laughs> we got woody <laughs> so they they also then want to make a point of making sure that he's not grounded which at this point i have no idea what any of the science of this thing that, is. that's the only part that makes sense because when you're not grounded then, yeah, then you, you can be electrocuted. You are shocked at the very least. Right. right. According to all the movie science that I've heard. Right. That yeah. I've seen. So before I got a music degree, I did one year at college for automotive engineering. Mm-hmm. And so like when we did electrical work, we had to have a thing on our wrist that grounded us. Right. Because otherwise you wouldn't, nec- unless you're working with high voltage, you wouldn't get shocked, but you could like destroy entire like circuit boards <laughs> from static, from not being grounded. It's a good power. It's, it, <laughs> it's like that reel that's going around on Instagram the past few weeks where it's two girls who are failing at jumping a car and they melt the wire that's going between the oh, two God. batteries. Jesus. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, because they just completed, oh they, no. They, yeah. mis- they messed up that circuit somehow. No, okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, and then they're simultaneously hitting it with the the waves and then lifting it up and then it gets too heavy and the blackbird starts dropping and that's where you get the reveal uh, that jen is doing a telekinesis save which is why gene isn't seen in this whole time frame because then it would have been like well why isn't gene doing it because we can't have stranger girl be stronger than gene and also, right. yeah and gene has practiced lifting the blackbird with her mind multiple times which you wonder if Beast was like even more resentful at that point because he was like, "You were complaining about being mutant, but you got like one of the sexy powers, you know? <laughs> like you didn't get covered in fur or anything. Like you can control things. You're still a without... skin. You're yeah, still a yeah, skin. Yeah, you're still a skin. 
That's the that is the most is this a slur that's not a slur possible. <laughs> nice skin, you skinny. That's so funny. Maybe maybe this will be the, the TikTok clip or one of them. Because uh, right Out now, of context, TikTok, that's going to get us in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, mainly because... So right now on TikTok, there's a thing where American people have learned how British people describe fast food. Takeaway. And so like... Well, essentially, like, but the type of fast food, mm-hmm. when you get Chinese food, it's like, I'm going to go get a Chinese. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it kind of, like, made waves. Like, one of the creators I follow, Sugia, she's like, no hate to these creators at all, seriously. And I know it's not, you know, heavy chance it's not racist. It just rings my ear that way. <laughs> and so you have these, like, Asian British people getting on TikTok, and they're like, so here's the semantics of it all. It's a Chinese takeaway. And takeaway is like saying meal. Mm-hmm. So if they translate to American English, is like a Chinese meal. But because Brits are lazy, they leave the last words off. So it just ends up being like a real quick, like, a Chinese, an Indian, an Italian, <laughs> and Bridges knows what we're talking about. So it's like, okay. But anyway, I, I thought like, you know, this kind of fits that energy of like, oh, she's still a skin. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes back. There yeah. it is. There's where my mind like routes things. But then when Landon returns to being human immediately because their plan worked yep. first try. Yeah, they short circuited um, him. However, that works. Ambulance did like a drive by. Did you notice that? Like, it just, like, whoop, and then they pick up, like, Looney Tunes style into the ambulance, and they off, and then we just don't find. But they, like, they also do no, like, first aid on him. They yeah. literally just pick up this dude that half his body is, like, still scarred and mutated, and they just put him right on there with, like, con- out any concern of, like, oh, is this going to, like, is his skin going to melt off onto our gurney? His neck broken or anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he had this weird, he's, like, nine... He had like three or four arm tails, right? Yeah, those just kept grabbing people. It was creepy. Not my first choice to be monster kidnapped. So (laughs) in the comics, he only appeared in the Mutant Agenda story. Did not come back for other stuff. I can see why he wasn't that interesting. He's in the show for a while. I was going to say, he comes back for more episodes of the show because there's a there's a shot, his actual profile picture on one of the wikis that we used to research. And it's him like yeah max just did the two-face motion for him he does he's a two-face but he's like lizard two-face yeah and he has a claw his left hand is a literal three-pronged claw and all the time later on in the episode in the series he's like typing on a keyboard and i'm always like ooh, that's annoying oh god that would suck you have to retrain that because his right hand is the same and his left hand i mean they're all like it's that you know cartoon computer where it's just a bunch of gigantic squares that light up different colors every right. time you know it's not a keyboard but it would still, still be annoying yeah. like his left claw hand is tippity tappity you know like there's two sides this side is like a boomer trying to email <laughs> and this side is a scientist <laughs> yeah this side's my piano player yeah, no. <laughs> so they have their feel-good moment and Beast, you know, reveals that he he already had his suspicions on Genevieve, obviously. And then he says he's happy that she accepted who she was. And it's like the awe moment. Full house speech. Yeah. And then she gives the explanation that she was with Landon, not because of the genocide thing. Originally. But because of his dick. Yeah. Sounds like an abusive relationship. It wasn't because they were a terrible person or racist or homophobic. No. It's because of their CD right. collection. They were the first people in the neighborhood who had high speed and a burner. Okay. That's re- actually, yeah, like, that tracks. Yeah, I hung out at that kid's house a lot, too. <laughs> so <laughs> B says that they are going to introduce her to Xavier. And then we never hear from Genevieve ever again, ever again. in any form of media. 
See, they they missed that. And that's how you know, like the Lee Walls weren't involved because she didn't refuse to join the X Men. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> One thing we did notice is every single person aside from Jubilee who is offered a spot on the team or a spot at the mansion says no. No Nobody thanks. accepts the offer except for the 13-year-old. <laughs> Including former X-Men. Ice yeah. Man, yeah. Bobby like, won't like go back. Archangel Morph. won't join. Nobody. <laughs> Everybody's like... Morph dies a couple times. <laughs> Morph comes back like, and rather, realizes I'd it's the worst, worst decision of his life, and he immediately quits again. Well, yeah, because he probably realizes, like, wait, I didn't get any therapy or anything. They just, like, threw me back in to, like, the front lines. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah, he's back for less than a day. He's literally having an alert go off at his welcome back party. And then they're like, oh, yeah, go check this out. By the way, it might be Sentinels. It's Sentinels. <laughs> like, I didn't even get cake. Yeah, he didn't get the cake. <laughs> he has to go fight. But the X-Men did stay on brand with leaving Spider-Man with no solution to the problem that he originally presented them with. So my, my notes were Cyclops apologizes with all capital letters and a question mark. Yeah, because that is not Scott in any That's way. Really mystique. Jubilee is super, super <laughs> cringy, and then Wolverine gives a compliment about teamwork. Oh yeah, that's why I think here says Wolverine gives the full house speech in this one, so that was a little weird. But Cyclops um, apologizes. Yeah, it's Wait. it's like that team didn't watch anything on the X Men animated show. <laughs> it's like that team hasn't heard any episodes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that actually. Have you seen the interview that's been circulating recently no. with Elizabeth Olsen about Multiverse of Madness and WandaVision? No. She said she was reading the script to Multiverse of Madness and she was asking the writers, or I guess it was Sam Raimi, right? Or whoever. She was like, Did you guys watch WandaVision? And they're like, No. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like, done it had, when they were. It had read come it. out yet. Yeah. And, so, and she was like, You're missing some things here. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Why have you read it? <laughs> Look. He just had to get Bruce Campbell into the movie. He has to get his friends the residual check, okay? Yeah. Well, my my favorite thing about Multiverse of Madness is that meme of the Trojan horse, but it's like Sam Raimi dragging the Trojan horse, and then the people in the gates are like the general public, and then inside the horse it says Evil Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then outside the horse says Doctor Strange Marvel movie or something like that. Basically. (laughs) The episode wraps up where he sees Mariah Crawford, who... I didn't recognize the name, but it, 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 it was a name from the show, but I don't recognize it from any of the comics, Max. I don't really think I remember it either. Yeah. But there was a lot of like, yeah. there was a lot of people that were like, actually this, and you know, that was their version of this. And I don't know. It's, it's, it, it gets pretty muddled on the show. Yeah. I assumed it was like Spider-Man's version of like the Moira McTaggart or something. Kind of. Yeah. Right? Like, Except I don't it, think he tried to bang her. And you think it's because it sounds similar? You mean Moira and Mariah? Is that what's oh that that too? Yeah, that or like I I just meant like it's like there's like random science lady that's conveniently around when you need her, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But you always forget about her until you need her. But there was the little preview that Craven the Hunter was coming on that newspaper clipping where he saw Mariah's name. But also the newspaper that happened to Rogue in the X Men series. I kind of see this is another thing like I, I want like a Deadpool or something revealed that there's like a mutant out there that that's their power is future telling or like really introspective newspapers that blow in your face. So you <laughs> right want time. somebody who could tell the future, but it has to be through introspective newspaper clippings. Yeah. Kind of like that, 90s show, <laughs> that is edition. the worst that? fucking power. <laughs> and yes, the, the show is called Early Edition. Early Edition. Yeah. Where the cat delivers a newspaper a day early. <laughs> Yeah, is that uh, that guy's then, in the MC and the Marvel, the animated universe? 
<laughs> that's coach that was coach taylor from friday night lights yes oh wow yeah he gave him the news and that's how the like, episode fuck ends. this i'm gonna go coach football <laughs> <laughs> this fucking cat is ruining my life <laughs> job sucks the most accurate thing about that is the cat shows up out of nowhere and then never leaves you alone your Fair cat enough. is gonna bite the shit out of you tonight for talking like her, that about her I know she knows that. Your Spider-Man probably, cat. Like, she, she, she's probably under my chair right now. But yeah, the, then presumably, you know, they carry on with Spider-Man's actual storyline. But we know just because he does turn into like this mutant spider thing that Mariah is not much of a help at the beginning, at least. <laughs> so after this one, Morbius shows up. Yeah, and the next episode is Morbius. Oh, with hands. The suckers. Fangs. Yep. The hand yeah, suckers, right. yeah. Which is somehow worse than fangs. It actually feels grosser. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Tough hand like the, job. One is a little more horror. <laughs> this is a little gross. <laughs> you feel like that that was like something that they would tell Sunday school kids don't masturbate. You turn like, look at Morbius. Yeah. You do it once and you'll have teeth on your hand. That guy jerked off constantly and look how white <laughs> <Right>. he is. <laughs> right. Well, remember, I don't know if this is like really dating ourselves, but I, I remember. You're worried about that like, now? Yeah, yeah. No, but early part of my childhood, there was still that like old wives' tale of if you masturbate, you'll go blind. blind. Or yeah. That? yeah, or that you'd have hairy palms. Hair. Yeah, I was like, what? What? <laughs> then they pointed at Daredevil, and they were like, right. "See, jerks off constantly." <laughs> Catholic guilt. That's why he's yeah. dressed as the devil. He's blind and the devil. Yeah. That's why he wears gloves. Anyway, so that was our introspection on this. Yeah. Just notes from the episode we didn't cover. Gene receives a voiceover credit despite only briefly appearing on screen, but never uttering a word. Nope. I didn't even think about her not saying anything. She doesn't say anything. And she's not there during that scene with Genevieve. Landon never returned in the comics. Genevieve never returned anywhere. Michael Edens, who was the writer of this episode, wrote 10 episodes of the X-Men animated series. So apparently none of those were the ones where Scott was yelling. (laughs) (laughs) He was written out of the episode. Yep. And then one anecdote that Eric Lee Wald shared in previously on X-Men, the making of an animated series link in the description to buy that on Amazon affiliate talks about how it was one of the hardest meetings to get stuff through on Spider-Man because you had four different people who had to sign off on it, including Stan Lee, Avi Arad, Sid Atwater from Fox, and they basically had nine hour sessions for each of these episodes where people had to go back and forth and everybody had to agree to move to the next point in the script. Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are forgiven now about what happened in the story. So Eric gives the credit to John Semper, who was the the lead of the Spider-Man show for controlling that butting of heads and and fighting of egos and stuff like that yeah it's wild that that's kind of like the meta legacy of spider-man right because even to this day like there's always there's still like negotiations that have to happen with sony for spider-man to show up next to the avengers right well that was just because marvel was going broke and sony yeah, got the rights so i mean it's just like it's just like this weird like legacy that follows that character down to like the morbius movie that had that after credit scene that made no sense that <laughs> was supposed to tie into the mcu <laughs> The two, the the, and then, I mean, they're, it's all, it's and all then Venom being at the end of uh, No yeah, Way Home. That was the other one. Yeah, yeah. That, that, guy. One has a, that one has a small chance of paying off in a little bit of a way, but like the the Morbius ending was like, yeah. So someone's mom watched No Way Home and then described it to someone at the 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 Morbius team or whatever, and then they did it and they're like, that's not how the 
how they explained it working. I like, like that you think Morbius even had a team working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was, this was during quarantine, right? So they're all like on Zoom yelling at each other from the, the lag. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't found the solution like we have. Right. <laughs> Max, but, closing thoughts? I guess my question to you guys, would Wolverine have died if they dropped him in that anti-mutant sludge? That was actually one of the things that I didn't actually bring up, but it was like, it's never addressed. Would Wolverine have died in it? Because he got through that apocalypse virus, didn't he? Yes, he did. But I guess the main question is, we don't know if it worked, right? Right, because it was never never tested tested on a mutant. And would would it burn out your mutant gene and leave you a normie? Or would it just like kill you like a like a teen, like a tune and Roger <laughs> Rabbit? I feel like what it did to Landon was essentially like hyper aggressive cancer is is kind of how I would describe it. Like it just kind of kept mutating and mutating and, and caused him to lose control. I think Wolverine, if I'm going under that premise of it, would have been okay. Because his healing factor would have overrode the non-X gene-related mutation. Hmm. That's okay. a theory I'll, I'll, I'll go I'll for. It. I think if it rewrote his DNA to not be mutated, then he probably was, would have died of like the thousands of like injuries that he has been sustaining. Everything just right? catches up to him. Everything, well, <laughs> that and, his, and, and, and like a skeleton thing, right? You know. Oh, he like, would have instantly had adamantium poisoning. Ugh. Yeah, that, like everything, like just all that stuff. He'd be know. like, why are my bones so heavy? Thunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the super strength of that skeleton it <laughs> just, just immediately gone. breaks him. It's like, guys, yeah, that, guys. That was the party pooper rod when I was a kid. When, we, when kids were doing that game, we're like, what superpower do you want? You know, and I was like, and I, I was that kid that was like, I want to fly and also all the associated things that allow me to survive flying. Ugh, like, God. What? what the fuck? This was a fun game. I was like, yeah, I don't want to suffocate while I'm up there. I forget what it was. <laughs> there, was some, there was some clip. I think it was Funny or Die or Kaji. I can't remember. But he was like, I bet you, I bet I'm surrounded by, I would wish for more wishes, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they both were like, ah. I was a wish for more wishes guy. <laughs> it's so uh, embarrassing. Yeah, you having one single superpower, you got to be smart about it. Because yeah, I'm gonna go flying. Cool. Morph. I go, I go too high and I literally freeze to death. <laughs> yeah. Cracked did a great, you know, R.I.P. Did a great right. thing when they used to do the stuff at the Los Feliz Diner. Yeah. Oh my God. What was the name of that show? It was like After Hours. After though. Hours. Yep. Yeah. I guess minor spoiler, but still watch well, worth watching their episode about it. But it's, they, they it's, arrived. At you the, don't have to say spoiler when they're yeah. broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have like a single youth pastor running it now or something. I'm not even joking about that. He like played a song at the end of one of the videos. <laughs> With his wife. Anyway, but in that episode, they came to the conclusion that the best superpower to have would be Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. I remember that episode. <laughs> because you you could stop time in a way that didn't affect you. And there was no, like, undesirable consequences from it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of, like, take your time, think about stuff, you know. Let's just hope whatever. that when Zach Morris is drunk driving later in life, he's able to do time out in the right <laughs> before he goes through the windshield. Yeah. What about you? Max, you go first. I think I was saying this to somebody the other day. I went with maybe flying or I think I went with human torch mm-hmm. because it's a cool power. You look cool. You're hot. Obviously, you can fly. 
And then there was always that fun thing of like, sometimes he could carry people when he was flying. And I'm always like, well, how the hell is he going to do that? And I'm like, oh, you know how? Because it's a comic book. Because it's a fucking fly. comic yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it really got down to it, he could, you know, light the atmosphere on fire and incinerate the whole planet just if he wanted to. So <laughs> don't piss him off. You know what I mean? I think that one would be pretty good. Him and Iceman. Remember when they outrageous overpowered Iceman? And he was oh, just he like, still is right moisture. Now. He... <laughs> He literally, <laughs> at the start of the Krakoan era, turned himself into a kaiju Iceman and beat the shit out of Fing Fang Foom. Perfect. Nice. Of course he did. Yeah. I would go with Mantis's power to just be able to influence. Boring. But practical. <laughs> yeah. No, her power is to be super boring. I like how, I guess, again, minor spoiler for a movie that's been out for like a few Three weeks, weeks at this point. That. Like, you would pick, she, you would be Cosmo, wouldn't you? She, no, no, no. So she was like, we don't use our powers against our friends. And then like immediately turns around, makes Drax forget about them insulting him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just let it go. No one, no one ever dresses. Nope. Typical. <laughs> well, who's going to like Nebula is not going to stew John or come on. Yeah. Well, I think that's everything. Max, thank you for joining us on these two very weird episodes. This is the first time we covered something that wasn't directly the x-men show so thank you for for joining us on these thank you for having me i feel like i learned a lot hopefully i was a good sounding board for you guys i feel like you taught rod things which is important for any guest that we have how hard is that (laughs) michelle got to teach me who sam guthrie was and uh, that's when we wish there was a video podcast because her face dropped to the floor for full like 10 seconds yeah (laughs) so (laughs) she is hardcore in the x-men world not just the x-men animated show like whole wall of x-men figures behind her that all due respect to your spider-man wall put your wall to shame sure well that's um, not my toy wall that's my art wall but for yeah. sure go ahead yeah. keep going and <laughs> when rod said he did not know who the guthrie family was i think she was offended oh they're they're, yeah. they're there's so many of them they're, they're around for so long there's so many my only defense was they animated him differently than we had previously seen him cannonball yeah yeah. In, in the episode where he's not just on a TV screen, he does not look like the cannonball we know. Really? I don't like a, he's like a redhead head or something. Yeah. It's, it's like his original new mutant design as opposed to his X-Force design. Mm. But we've already seen the X-Force design on screen. so it's, Right. Yeah. Weird. It's a weird thing. But... <laughs> Fucking animation well, well, studios. <laughs> Max, uh, one more time. Where can everybody find you? I would say at Max No Sleeves. Or hiding under your bed. Oh, yeah. We'll put links to both of those. (laughs) (laughs) To your bed. (laughs) On that note, thanks for joining us. If you have any thoughts like why Max would be under your bed, make sure you (laughs) drop them into the comments for either the YouTube video upload, official Instagram post about this episode, or any of the other random social posts I forget. Yell at Rod on TikTok. It's it's the best part of my week is seeing you guys respond (laughs) and then him not knowing if he should respond to you. Yeah, and I usually just use (laughs) vague emoji because <laughs> when an argument gets technical on tiktok rod doesn't respond to it mm-hmm. yeah because i just generally don't respond to comments anyway even on my own socials <laughs> so especially when people are like well the physics of blah 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 I'm like i don't know man uh, <laughs> somebody explain how they short-circuited this motherfucker to us right there you go yeah how did that happen and what what was spider-man's thinking on that i don't want to know the answer for that <laughs> if you like what you heard we'd appreciate a rating on the podcast app you're choosing you can find us on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, amazon music spotify google Podcasts, and Castbox. i don't use half of those but thanks for listening anyway 